Hello, my friends, and welcome to this edition of the New World Kirtan Podcast. It's Tuesday, October 1st, 2013. My name is Kitsy Stern, and I host and produce the show as an act of love and service to our Kirtan community. It's also an audio journal of my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing Kirtan. I always seem to be doing the wrap-up for Bhakti Fest from Cape Cod. We come here to visit family in September, and this year is no exception. My mother-in-law's house is in a peaceful, beautiful environment by a lake, and it's an ideal place to be after a deep experience such as Bhakti Fest. It takes a while to assimilate everything that happens, and very often people get sick. You can probably tell that I have a cold now, and so does Jesse. For me, each festival has been special. Each one is special and each one is unique. I had a very different experience at this year's Bhakti Fest for several reasons. The biggest was that Sirius XM was there to record on the main stage, and they were there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Because they had proprietary rights, I couldn't record anything at the main stage until Sunday. So this Bhakti Fest was unique for me. And although it was really disappointing to not be able to bring you the fifth-year celebration from the main stage, the blessing of Sirius XM being there was that I was able to experience BhaktiFest as a participant for really the, the first time. I was free to go to workshops, and I could wander around, so I could meet a lot more people. Here's another reason this festival was different for me. All my technology failed. The day I left, the hard drive on my laptop crashed. It was useless, so I left at home. I wasn't able to access the internet all weekend. Others could, but I couldn't. <laughs> With every text message I sent off-site from BhaktiFest, I got one back saying that it was garbled. No one could read anything that I sent out from the site. So sometimes it's hard to get my attention, but I think the message from Spirit here was that this time I was supposed to relax and really be there at the festival. And so that's what I did. And let me tell you, it was one wild ride. There were threats of showers almost every day, and on Saturday afternoon, it poured rain. Poured. Also, the wind was blowing very strongly most of the time. And some of the tracks I recorded, I, I just couldn't salvage them. The wind noise was so bad. There were so many great performances, it started Wednesday night, as we all gathered with Saul David Ray and Radnath Swami. Thursday opened with Adam Bauer, the first time I've seen him, and his set was so impressive that I've asked him to come and play for us here in Corvallis. Donna DeLore and Dave Stringer gave incredible sets. Dave opened his set with a group from Australia, and they played didgeridoo. Their sounds morphed into his opening prayer. And it was such a great, creative way to start his set. Due to a cancellation, the Guru Ganesha band played after Dave Stringer at 11.30 p.m., which was unfortunate because it was a change in the schedule and many people didn't even know they were on. But the crowd that was there was very enthusiastic and we stayed until they finished at 1 a.m. Friday at noon, Girish played a beautiful set. It was memorable for me because of the group of souls that I joined at the front of the stage. Tears were streaming down our faces, our arms were locked, and we were all singing Diamonds in the Sun. 
Spring Groove set was a revelation. I've been featuring her music in the show for years. She usually lives in Europe, and uh, she's Dave Stringer's backup singer when he's there. We met for the first time at Bhaktifest, and I saw her perform live at the Hanuman stage. Dave Stringer joined her there um, on the cut that I'm featuring on this show. Unfortunately, the wind noise was particularly bad for her set, and that's why the sound levels were up and down. Deva Pramal and Mitten's set was beautiful. And then, of course, there was Jai. Jai's kirtans are always, for me, a celebration. A celebration of being alive, a celebration of community. It was the same that Friday night in Joshua Tree. Everyone was dancing, everyone was singing. It was such a beautiful thing to be part of. Saturday began for me with singing the Hanuman Chalisa with Nina Rao. It was such a great way to begin the day, singing the praises of Hanuman with 40 to 50 people. Yeah. After that, it was the Kirtan Rabbi, who I just loved. And then I went to Manoj Chalam's workshop on the deities. While I was in the sanctuary at his workshop, there was a tremendous rainstorm. It really must have been something, because when I came out, my shoes were full of water. (laughs) The music had to shut down at both stages. At the main stage, most people took shelter with the vendors and in the sanctuary, and there was an impromptu kirtan in the hospitality tent with about 75 people. There's a link to a video of it at the New World Kirtan website that Sarah Garney took. Thank you, Sarah. Over at the Hanuman stage, people were out dancing and singing in the rain. The desert weather holds many surprises, and this afternoon rainstorm was one for sure. Next, there was a workshop with Joey Lugasi and assorted great musicians, and Phil Goldberg, author of American Veda. This workshop was a highlight of the festival for me. It celebrated the music of the Beatles for changing the world spiritually as well as musically, and it was illustrated with passages from Phil's book and music from Joey's band. It was great, and for me, and I think a lot of other people, it put the spiritual contribution of the Beatles into context. And it was as though I was hearing their songs for the first time. The sanctuary was packed with people of all ages, and we were dancing and singing to the music of the Beatles. Ah, such a great time, and I believe they'll be offering it again. So if it shows up in your area, go. You'll love it. C.C. White gave a kick-ass set, and then came Krishnadas. He started about an hour late because of the rainstorm, and his set was tremendously moving for me. I don't know, maybe it was because he was feeling the loss of Shamdas, but his set was the first I've ever seen without any stories or anecdotes between the chants. He did two new chants, both of which will be on the new CD. One was so very beautiful. Um... I'm not sure what the title will be, but it uses a melody and lyrics from an old foreigner song. I want to know what love is. It was haunting. I haven't been able to get it out of my mind. Sunday began with joining the group of sweet souls again to sing a round of Hanuman Chalises with Nina Rao. And then it was off to hear Nina's beautiful set at the Hanuman stage, followed by Deepak and the Breath of Life tribe at the main stage. I was able to record their set and a cut is featured on the podcast. It also features Cooper Madison. It got crazy. There was a conga line around the stage area during Deepak's set. But that wild exuberance was nowhere to be found during a somber set by Sean Johnson and the Wild Lotus Band. 
The set was shadowed by the sudden death of Sean's brother, Jeremy, who died a little over a month ago in a tragic swimming accident. I'll be releasing Sean's set next week as a full podcast. It was melancholy and so beautiful. The big surprise for me this year was the Sufi Kowali band, Fana Fiala. Wow, I know virtually nothing about this type of music, but the energy they generated was unbelievable. And talk about vocal prowess. Wow, <laughs> just wow. I'll never miss their set again. And despite the sound difficulties, this is one that I've listened to over and over and over again. The Mayapuris were great, as usual. And after that was the closing ceremony. How different it was from last year. I've never felt the loss of Shamdas as keenly as I did that night. He was so loved by this community, and he's so, so missed. Shakti Fest, Midwest Bhakti Fest, and Bhakti Fest West. Each one has been unique. Each one has been special. I have such wonderful memories of each one, and I want you to know that if I've met you at Shakti Fest or Midwest or at Bhakti Fest West, it was a highlight for me to hear your stories about the podcast, how it helps you in your lives, how it inspires you to do things like start your own band. Wow, it was so wonderful to connect with you in person. Please know that I have treasured meeting every single one of you, and you're the reason I do this show. There's a lot of exciting stuff coming for New World Kirtan listeners. A lot. I'll tell you about it soon. And I'm happy and so blessed that we're on the ride together. Until next time, my friends. Namaste. <laughs> Who here has uh, listened to Nusra Fatali Khan Kuali? Oh, yeah. Very good. And our... So you've all heard uh, this tabla player on every Kowali Nusrat recording. His name is Dildar Hussain. Who's heard of him? Yeah. Well, you've heard him, even if you haven't heard of him, you've heard him. He's the one that has those killer grooves and all that Nusrat Kowali. Well, this is his oldest son, Abar Hussain. So that's his uh, We love him. I need no introduction for this song.
for Ibrahim Hussein from Pakistan. Kawali family, Kawali lineage. So, inshallah, we'll see you next year. Thanks for listening. Can we have a little bit more tabloff here? Is that possible? Is that Dave Stringer in the house? Dave Stringer. Hey, Dave Stringer. You want to come Brew. sing a song? Yay. Krishna Govinda. A little bit lower than you used to, but can manage. This is my buddy, Dave Stringer. He's the reason I'm here. It was like a happy accident. No, but yours is in my bag. Yeah, I don't know whose is it. We're going to chant to Krishna. Are you comfortable standing there or you want to chant? Stand. Good, okay. Let's go around to power. Krishna Govinda, Govinda, Gopala. Krishna Govinda, Govinda, Gopala. Krishna Govinda, Govinda, Gopala. 